How you been? <laughs> I've been good. Been I've been good. real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we're, we're experiencing an Indian summer up here uh, in the Pacific Northwest, so getting lots of sun, good weather. It had a little bit of rain, uh, but it's like, what is it right now? It is 59 degrees and sunny, so where it's generally this time it's already getting cold and rainy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't complain. Can't complain. Man. Nope. Like, yeah, Doesn't same, do any good anyway. Same if you here do. in Vancouver. Like, I think we get, you guys get it first and then we get whatever you guys got. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, exactly. Now, I'm, I'm just outside of Vancouver, Washington, and you're in Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver, Canada. Yeah, a couple yeah. hours away. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, awesome, man. Well, I'm excited. I know that there's uh, some big moves, some big things, uh, changes mm -hmm. with your content, man, your lifestyle as well, you know, very, very yeah. soon. Uh, so, you know, excited for, for this road trip. You, uh, you're you're running multiple channels, so let's let's establish yeah. that first. So okay. uh, if you guys if you guys don't know, David has how many channels? Three, I guess. So three now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about those. Which three? So I do my main thing right now is a political news show that I do five days a week with my friend Clayton Morris, um, and that's called Morning Invest, and we just talk politics and news as it relates to people, and we're both like we're we're uh nonpartisan or whatever like we don't ha take a side we we hold the both sides accountable um and we just have really good uh discussions and i think we've got about 650 subs i think by now over there and we, we average about uh three to five thousand live viewers during the live show so it's really interactive and, and we like the conversation so we actually ask people questions and, and and have conversations around really hot topics um and we have a lot of people that said they've lot they've left mainstream media news to watch us because uh, they like our takes um, and that's a lot of fun because it gets my uh, my like I've always wanted to talk politics so I get to get that out of the way and then the rest of the week I can or the rest of the day I can not worry about that stuff so much and then my other channel is uh, impartial geek um, and that's a channel that I've been working on for a long time but there's a lot of issues with YouTube like it the comments don't stay they go away I'm losing subs all the time um, and there's just all these issues and they can't seem to figure out what it is because uh, I had gotten uh, suspended for seven days for talking about uh, a topic on my channel. And after that suspension, the channel just didn't work right anymore. So I'm like, you know what? I, I got to do something different. I was burned out in the tech because that was a tech review. And I was starting to get back into content creation and live streaming content uh, because I, I do live streaming uh, and did for, for many years. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just kind of burned out on that. And I, I was like, I'm 50 years old. Uh, I've got probably you know, 30 good years left in me of, of like being very, very active. I'm like, I've always wanted to like, you know, try living on the road and just be kind of a live a nomadic lifestyle. And I'm like, I'm just going to start a channel and I'm going to do that. So I started a new channel called Overland Geeks. And that's been going for about three months now, I'd say. Uh, we just broke through 3,100 subscribers and I'm actually getting more views on my videos there in this amount of time than I get on Impartial Geek. And Impartial Geek has 124,000 subscribers. Um, so it's really kind of taken off and there's a lot of people that, that I'm connecting with that have been following me for a while and they're like, oh, I've always wanted to live this lifestyle too. And I'm also finding people that are already living this lifestyle that have been following me that I had no idea they were living that lifestyle. So it's pretty cool to kind of start connecting with people on a different level. So yeah, it's yeah, a lot no, of fun. I, I think it's, uh, it's pretty cool to go from like the live streaming tech thing because a lot of people wanted to be doing mm -hmm. what you're doing. And then now like with the, you know, Overland Geeks, like. A lot of people want to do this too. Like I think, yeah, I think well, this whole like van life thing. I, mean, I don't know. It's not cool van thing life. Is, you don't have a van. It, it, you have a truck. Yeah, yeah. I got a forerunner, but it's kind of the same thing because yeah. I'm gonna. I have a tent on top right now, and then when I get later, uh, like in the next year or so, I'm gonna be buying a trailer to pull behind it so that I can have a lot more options. But it's funny because 
at the end of the day, I'm still a tech head. Like I still love gear. So I'm going to definitely have the gear to live stream because my goal is to have a complete like full streaming system that I can take anywhere with a satellite and be able to send HD streams back and out to the world. So I'm still going to be in that world. Um, but just a little bit different take. I'm going to be living a lifestyle around it. So when I live stream, I'll do my live streams, couple hours, and then I'm out adventuring. That's crazy. That's gonna be so. Yeah. That's gonna be so fun to watch, and I'm sure you're gonna have a blast, man. I think that's. Uh, yeah. I think this whole like separating, like not getting off the grid completely, but I think people are like they're more open to it. You know, mm -hmm. like even um, I'm I turned I just turned forty, right? So I turned forty this weekend, and you know, there's like Happy a birthday. lot of like in this state, like in the you know, and you kind of think about like, okay, well. What do I do with real estate? Do I buy? Do I continue mm -hmm. renting? Like, you know, do I, if I, you know, do I want to buy, like, do I want to sell, you know, like, do I want to be tied down to a location? Like, I think these are things that, like, I don't think my parents thought about. Like, they were like, gonna buy. Like, no, it's, my, it's what you did. You had kids and you bought a house back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Back then. Like, even so, like, even my, so my, uh, my uh, my dad was like the first uh, generation immigrant, right? In our mm -hmm. family, he came here and like his thing was like, he wanted to own a piece of Canada. Like he wanted to own a piece of the land that he, you know, now is like brought his family into. Like, but mm -hmm. it's interesting, right? Like I talked to a lot of friends that are in my age and like in their fifties and they're like, you know what? Like, this is not everything. If like, you know, why do you buy? Like my, you know, I can always, I have like life insurance. So mm -hmm. if something happens to me, I'm leaving something to my kids even if I don't own a, you know, real estate. So mm -hmm. it's interesting, this whole thing of like hitting the road, you know, like yeah. there's more well, and more people. Do and that. that's something like, I never wanted to buy a house because I, I always, I, I never felt like I was where I was going to be, right? I, I wanted to have the option that if I was, you know, because I work online and working yeah. remotely, I have the freedom to live anywhere. So why would I put roots somewhere unless I had, because I don't have the means to have houses all over the United States, right? So I'm like, I'm not going to buy until I absolutely know what I want to do. And so now that I'm, I'm 50 years old, still haven't purchased a house I've rented my whole life and I've lived in a bunch of states and traveled and just had a really great time. And it's part of like, you know, who I've become. And so I'm like, at the age of 50, I'm thinking, well, I, I, I do think I want to buy property. Now I'm trying to decide where I want the property because I'm getting ready to go on the road and I don't ever want to feel like I'm trapped there. Yeah. You know, I like I want to know that I have a place that if I feel burned out, if I feel like, man, I've been on the road for like a, three months, I just need to go get off the road and unwind. I'm trying to decide whether, you know, it's smarter to get a property, put a tiny home on it or something, or just go get an Airbnb for a week or or a month or something like that. And, and having that expense, is that going to be cheaper when I get burned out to do that rather than owning land that I'll be paying on permanently? So I'm still weighing those things out. And that's what this whole channel is, is that journey of making those decisions. Like, cause those, I think there's a lot of people that get in that. It's like a lot of people ask themselves, should I buy a house? Should I, should I really do that? Like, what is the benefit to buying versus renting? Or, mm -hmm. you know, what is the benefit to having land or whatever? So, you know, it's, it's a lot of questions that, that, I'm, I'm having fun answering, but it's like going to be a, a big, cause I'm trying to minute the, the channel is also about minimizing. Minimizing. Yeah. So I'm getting rid of all of my stuff. And it's like, I had no idea when I started that, how stressful that is because I have so much tech gear and I was like, okay, I'm going to start getting this stuff around to start selling it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a ton of stuff. And it's all like little things. Like, what am I going to do with this? You know, this is a dongle. Am I going to sell this? Like. It's all little stuff like that. So it's just, it's, it's fun, but it's kind of stressful.
that Amazon <laughs> that Amazon era, right? It's like one click yeah. upsell, you know? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, there it. was a time they were at my house every single day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Ugh. Like brands sending you stuff, I'm sure, yep. you know, like, yep. man, yeah, I never even thought about that. Like there's, I have like I, every content creator that I talk to, they have a box full of random cables and like stuff that they mm -hmm. don't use oh box i got box i got like <laughs> you know those big black totes with the yellow lids yeah. i got like five of those with cables oh my gosh <laughs> and none of them work you know none of them no work. Like, no because they're all old like I, i've still got like apple six point <laughs> you know cables or what six pin or whatever those were called oh man yeah well yeah so yeah it's interesting so it's you've, you've kind of like you've kind of done this thing where you're like you go up and then like you you accumulate a bunch of stuff and then now mm -hmm. you're kind of like let's get rid of everything like yeah because like, it's just sitting here taking up yeah it's taking up space and i and i what, what i don't want is like so my grandmother was basically she wasn't a hoarder in the sense that she kept newspapers and it was like yeah, you yeah. couldn't walk through her home yeah. but she had antiques and they were everywhere and it was like it was just completely full and i don't want to leave that mess to anybody you know she just passed away and like everybody has to go through that now and, and get rid of all that stuff and it's like i don't want to leave anybody that and, and plus i just don't want to deal with it like when i have to move i don't want to grab all these totes and take these and move all this junk to another location so yeah. you know i'm going to be getting rid of stuff and then what i can't get rid of i'm just going to like have a thing and say hey i got a bunch of free tech just come and get it yeah 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 and just take what you need <laughs> to get on the yeah road. exactly yeah exactly um, do you do you think then like you really just don't need all that like to, to grow what you're planning to grow like i mean you've grown two successful like channels like silver play, silver play buttons right um mm -hmm. overland geeks i think has a massive potential to like be bigger than what you've probably grown in the past with in terms I of agree. channels and, and audiences i think mm -hmm. people that are doing the you know living on the road and traveling and van life and stuff like that Yes, but then also the people that just like want to live through your videos and like mm -hmm. they can't do it. So they'll live through your videos kind of happens. Yep. Um, you know, do, do you want to, is that part of the journey too? Is like to show them like, hey, you can do this too. Like you can create yeah. content with literally like one mem one camera, maybe, maybe your phone or whatever, you know, like. Well, so yeah, my, my plan is to like, I, I got the iPhone 13 Pro and my, my plan is to use this as my main camera. Yeah. Um, and then I've got like three GoPros, uh, I got the 10, the nine and the eight, and then I've got three Sony FDRX 3000s. So that's basically, and my Sony a7C. So just yeah. in case I need to do some, some pro more pro level shooting, but my goal is to fit everything in one Pelican case. Mm. So as far as gear, so that Pelican case will have all those cameras because I, I was thinking like, there's going to be times where I might be out. Uh, at a campground and there's this really cool moment happening like these old people are there and they're telling stories or there's musicians there and they're playing music I want to be able to set up a live stream with multi cameras and capture it yeah. you know like hey is it cool if I live stream this and then just get it all set up and set up microphones and just like <laughs> capture that moment you know and, yeah. and, and and like around the campfire and bring people into those experiences That's so awesome. uh, I, I want to have the gear that I need to do that but I but with the smaller cameras I can kind of have a small footprint still and then I of course I, I want a podcast too but I realized I can record a really good podcast with my lapel mic yep. uh, and I can just be walking on a trail with my uh, my Samsung or my uh, Saramonic Blink 500 microphone and it's good enough quality and people can hear a little bit of ambient noise and me walking and stuff like that. Like I, I, my even my podcasts are going to be outside. So yeah. 
That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Watch you be uh watch you be like get copyright strikes because they think it's an actual track, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, like nature yeah. is like that can't yeah. be real. Uh, it's got to be a track. <laughs> yeah. No. It's 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 funny, right? Because I, I don't know. Do you get did you get this? Because you have like a with your um impartial geeks, like you were showing off a lot of gear. You have a lot of gear. Mm-hmm. Clearly, like if you guys are watching the video version of this interview, um, do you get people that are like, oh, like. I can never do what you're doing. Like, I can't afford what you have right now. Your setup is too expensive. Like, mm, no, nah. like, it's yeah, more no. of a detraction to like. Uh, yeah, when when I was with live streaming pros and impartial geek, like, I always had to tell people, don't do as I say, not as I do, because like, you see all this stuff. You see the ten years of gear that I've been purchasing. You see all of this expensive stuff that I get so that I can test, so that I can help you make better buying decisions. And sometimes that's buying something that doesn't work well, which is why I why I was always like, I'm not going to tell them what camera this is until I've tested it because the minute I say it, they're buying it. <laughs> and so I had to be really careful with that. And I still get that. There's still people that ask me tech questions all the time. I get private messages and stuff. Hey, I'm looking at this camera. I'm looking at this camera. So still to this day, even when I'm out streaming and I talk about the gear that I'm using, I'm very careful if it's something I'm testing for the, for the first time. I don't even, I'm like, I'll tell you guys if this works and I like it, I'll tell you what it is. But you know, not until then. So yeah, I, I think it's intimidating too, because I think sometimes people see that th- my streams and they're like, wow, I gotta, I can't go live or I can't create content until I can do this, which is why I want to start con- creating with this so that I can say, you know what? No, all these videos that you're watching, like I've done two of the videos so far on the channel with just an iPhone and you really can't tell these yeah. days. Um, and so my goal is to like, try to show people that because still, at the end of the day, I'm a content creator, I'm a gearhead. And so I still want people to understand that you don't have to have this huge barrier of entry. You don't need all of this gear to be able to look really, really good. Get good audio, get good video. You just have to you know, take your time and hold your camera steady and, and, and frame yourself right and make sure you have decent audio and all that. Like it's little things like that that are the most important, not the you know, not the gear itself. Not the gear itself. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm curious. Like, you're you you work remotely too, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you I think that's a home office or home studio there. Um, yep. How easy is it, or how hard has it been to build community? And do like, do you look at different types of communities for yourself? Like, there's your audience, but there's also like your fellow streamers. You know, that are like, you you ask for advice, right? Because you're you're giving a lot of advice. Mm-hmm. There's got to be people that give you advice or you seek for, you know, you, you like look to like different creators or, you know, experts as well. Like there's always, you know, you're teaching and you're learning. Yeah. So how does that like how how's that kind of worked out for you in your career? Um, you know, with it's, live streaming right now. Yeah. So it, it, it has like I, I've always like so when I first got into live stream, I was pretty much a loner. I didn't talk to other people that were doing it because I was just like figuring it out like a bull in a china shop. I'm just like trying to figure out what does this do? What does this do? And I and I never really talked to anybody because like I, I feel like sometimes when you try to go to experts, you you don't like because I'm a very hands-on person. I like to grab these things and touch every button, right. go through every app and do all this stuff myself because then I know it. And if I go to somebody else you know, now, now that's not to say like for YouTube growth, like Nick Nimmin, yeah, yeah, uh, D Nimmin, you know, those guys, like I, I talk to those guys all the time and they have helped me immensely with my channel, Justin Brown, Daryl Eves, you know, those guys. So, you know, but as far as gear, I don't really, I, I don't really do that just for the simple fact that I want to learn the, because I'm very tactile, like very right. hands-on learning. Uh, and, and I feel like a lot of people, 
they get so hung up on on trying to figure that stuff out, talking to other people about it, that they that they feel like they can't pick this up and do anything with it. But if you just pick everything up and, and fiddle with it, you're not going to break it. You know, it's like if you if you touch the wrong buttons, you can reset it. If you if you touch the wrong buttons on a camera, you can reset it unless you like drop it and break it. You can always reset it and fix it. So, you know, people just need to learn not to be scared to grab that stuff and just start playing with it. But as far as like, you know, gear, it is intimidating. I, I know a lot of people that are intimidated by gear because their mind isn't isn't like mine. Mm -hmm. So I always try to, you know, come at the gear conversations from a very like, um, I don't know, layman yeah, term yeah, yeah. way. Uh -huh. uh, and so, and because that's how I learn it. I learn it very basically. Like, I don't say, well, my aperture is this and my F-stop <laughs> is it. Like, I tell people, you, look, this is what, if, if you want the shallow depth, just turn your camera like this and set this to this and you'll get it. You don't have to know what aperture is. You don't have to, like, all that stuff. And I think people get hung up thinking they have to know all that before they can be a content creator. Yeah. Like, I saw that so much with, with live streaming pros. People just putting these barriers in front of themselves, thinking they had to know all of this stuff. I have to have this perfect pen. I have to have this this file cabinet. I have to have everything right. behind me. I have to have this camera before they make an ounce of content. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. no, make the content. Pick this up, make the content, <laughs> and then worry about that stuff. Exactly. That's the, that's like <laughs> the hardest lesson to learn. It's so simple, but it is the hardest mm -hmm. thing because you're always comparing. It's natural, you know, comparing with, mm -hmm. you know, with other people. Um, curious, uh, David, like, you know, you're going into a new channel. It's already kind of started, but this is a huge adventure, a big change. Like, how do you approach these changes, man? Like, um, you know, with remote workers watching this, there's always like, there's a lot, you know, there's this whole thing. I was talking to a, an old friend, uh, actually Andrew, Andrew can, uh, mm -hmm. talking to him, catching up with him last week. He told me about like, I didn't realize that this is happening in the States, but there's a big, like the great resignation, right? Like everybody's mm -hmm. resigned. There's lots of big changes happening, you know, um, not just in the States, but everywhere with uh, COVID, you know, people working, do you work from home, partially hybrid, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but how do you approach big changes like this? Are you like one of those guys that plans everything? Like you've got a checklist or are you just like, you got the main things and let's just figure it out as we go. Like a big, you got the big truck with the tent and the cameras that you need. Um, you know, how do you approach that? So I, my best friend, Todd, and if he's going to listen to this, he's going to, he would agree, but he's always been the guy that plans, plans, plans. And he's still in an office. He's still in a cubicle. I, he might have an office now, but he's still doing that same job and he doesn't like it at all. I'm the kind of guy that when I want something, I go get it. I don't plan. I don't think. I just go because, I, and that served me well. I mean, I've worked online since 1996. I was working in a trailer factory. I was busting my butt, shingling houses, literally breaking my back every single day. Yeah. And watching the people up in the office around the water cooler, and I'm like, I don't want to break my back and make somebody else wealthy at, at, at my body's expense. Mm. So I taught myself web design um, and I started doing websites and I've been working online ever since. And whenever I felt a, a shift or something, I just do it. So when I felt this pull, like I'm 50 years old, I'm like, this is, I, I don't have very much time left on this earth. I'm going to make the most of it. So I'm just like, okay, I had a Toyota RAV4 2021 that I had for seven months that I was leasing, I'm like, I'm going to take it in. What the heck? Let's see if they'll take it in a lease because I want a forerunner now. They did. They took it back, got the forerunner, got the camp, the tent, got everything I needed. And I'm like, I'm doing this. Nice. I, I don't wait. Yeah, you just go. You, <laughs> I you just, just go. go. You just go for it. So this is more like what, you know, you kind of mentioned going back in uh, web design back in the day and like, you know, I kind of I come from the same same digital marketing like space. Um, mm -hmm. 
we were always like i were the first like exposure to digital marketing was a little like five person digital agency here in vancouver i, I did like I did like WordPress, SEO, backlinks, you know, white hat, black, mm -hmm. some black hat, gray hat yep. stuff. Uh, yep. <laughs> sketchy, sketchy days. Harry but, Marshall. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we were always just trying to go after the next, like, next, like, shiny object. It was like a very mm -hmm. bad experience, but it was like the next shiny object. Like, um, but it feels like this one is not driven by that. It's not a shiny object to go in the road. This is like more of a personal choice. Like, yeah, this is like, a personal journey. Yeah, personal you know, journey, this, right? It just yeah, happens this to is be a, documented. You're gonna yeah, this is a realization that, you know, I'm I've like I said, I probably got thirty good like years where I can have mobility, right, right. you know, mm -hmm. because I'm fifty, so that would make me eighty. Um so it might not even have that. Could be twenty, could be twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like I'm not going to be climbing up into a rooftop tent at 80 years old. Maybe, you know, I've seen people doing pull-ups at 80. I could be that guy, but most likely not. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit around and wait for, you know, like, like what I've, I realized, what am I chasing? Like I'm doing these, all these YouTube channels, but what am I doing for me? Mm. You know? Uh, and so I'm going to do something for me, but I also want to bring people along for the journey because I love community. I love being online. I love doing that kind of work. I always have. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it was important. To, and it's kind of like a, a journal because I know there's a lot of people also at my age and I'm hoping that through what I'm doing, I can motivate them to get off their butts and get off their couches and just go hiking or go do something and, and, and be active as well. Uh, and then also, you know, I have people and, and when we used to go IRL streaming, which is where we take the backpack and yeah, go out yeah. to, to mobile places, had so many messages from people saying, you know, I'm home, I'm handicapped, I don't get to do this stuff. And I love that I get to go live out here vicariously through you. And so there's that aspect of it and the motivational aspect of it and the, the fact that it's just me being able to go out and, and live my life, uh, you know, is very motivating. So it's all motivating. It's all motivating. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Is, is there some part of this like... Like, I, like obviously with the live streaming and tech review stuff, I was actually watching, um, there's an, a good interview. Do you know Gerald Undone? I oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome yeah. guy. Um, yeah. I think he's Canadian, so I can take that. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, <laughs> but He definitely he, um, sounds Canadian, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was doing an interview with uh, Lou, and they were talking about, like, you know, like, it seems like they want to they want to shift and, you know, and it's like they... They worry, and I don't think content creators talk about this, but like they worry about like not being, um, not being relevant anymore. Not being mm -hmm. like, it's like a, it's it's this weird thing. It's not like you're on stage, but you are in a way, right? Like people are watching you. You're getting comments. You're getting this response from people. There's a bit of that mm -hmm. like kind of sprinkled in, and that's dangerous, right? But yeah. at the same time, like because because people can like get kind of like addicted to that, like oh, like you know the live streams and the likes and all that stuff. It's so true, but. Um, I'm, uh, I'm wondering, like, is that, is that something that you think about when you, sh as you shift, like, cause you, like, man, this is a massive channel. Like you're going to keep running the channels anyway, like the political, yeah. uh, channel there. So, mm -hmm. you know, you'll still be, you'll still be in front of people and everything, but is that something that you think about? Is that something like in the back of your head even, or maybe not? I have never like from, from the point I started, I have never, ever worried about numbers. Like I, I was the CEO of a tech startup and I had, and, and I took on investors and these guys are always like, what's the competition doing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. They're not competition. They just do it different, right. you know? So I, I've never worried about vanity metrics. I, I don't care how many subscribers I have. I just try to put out the content that makes me happy and build a community around the people that enjoy the content that I put out, period. Because if you get caught up in those metrics, that's why I always 
like people are like, do your keyword research, make sure you do this. Now I do a little bit like with titles and stuff. Yeah, I try yeah. to title it like based on what I'm doing, but I don't go hardcore into analytics at all because analytics, like I tell people like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel uh, and I've got three videos up and, and it looks like I, my, I had my views and then they go down right here. I'm like, look, until you have, until you're like a, uh, a Mr. Beast where he can launch a video and get a million views right away and has so much data to see those actual curves, you can't make informed decisions until you're big enough. And I'm like, I don't even, I, I don't even want to make those informed decisions when I'm bigger. Right. So I, I do pay a little bit of attention to, um, you know, how, like I said, my titles and stuff, but what I pay attention to more are P are the comments. Like I respond to comments and that's another thing that I, I love too, buddy for is, is the fact that I can go in there and create canned responses and try to, res I try to respond to every single comment that I get. Now on the news channel, we can't do that. That'd be impossible to do, but we still try to go in after the first hour of the show and just respond to as many as we can. Um, and cause I think that that's the most important thing, like is worrying about your community, show up for the people that are showing up for you. Don't worry about the numbers because if you show up for the people that are showing up for you, those numbers will just grow. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, this will be more of an adventure. Like, is there any, is there any fears? Is, is there any worries? Like, is there anything that you're like, oh man, this could really like this one thing could like really ruin this thing or like. You know take this whole thing down like is there any fears going into it or are you just kind of like dive in like it's all good. yeah i'm i'm just a dive in kind of guy yeah, yeah, um yeah. you know like the only thing that like i do have i'm trying to be smart about like i said thinking do i need a property so that if i get burned out on the road i have a place to go like i don't want to get i don't want to stress myself out and give myself anxiety on the road like oh i'm trapped out here you know that <laughs> kind of feeling yeah. and then also you know with with everything that's going on with youtube right now um, the way they're cracking down on conversations like we were talking about the pandemic and, and vaccines and we actually got suspended uh, for talking about that. And we didn't say anything that wasn't like on other websites and, and actually pulled data from like a mainstream media source and we got suspended and they didn't. And so it's like, you know, if you're suspended three, if you get three community guidelines strikes, your channel is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that channel is like my main revenue. Yeah. So that is a concern, but like we've, we had to dial back and, and we're talking like we were only saying medical terms. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that is a real serious thing that we're thinking about. And so we're actually trying to, uh, we're, we're getting, we're going to meet tomorrow and we're talking about moving the majority of the content off of YouTube, mm -hmm. doing the live show itself off of YouTube, and then just posting videos so that if that goes away, like moving our membership, cause we got like five, between five and 6,000 monthly members oh, wow. over there on the channel. And we're talking about trying to move them off as well, because we just can't leave uh, our, you know, our channel in the hands of them arbitrarily making these decisions. Like they're like, where, who, wh they didn't even give us a reason. They didn't tell us why it was taken down. So that's my biggest concern, I'd say. Yeah, they never do. They never do. No, they <laughs> yeah, don't. No, that's that's uh, that's that's good. Yeah, because the community is on YouTube. You guys are using the community yeah. um, feature mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah, fantastic. Um, yep. I know we were chatting about that in a Facebook group. So yeah, so that's how you guys do that. And then you have a small Discord, right? Well, so so Morning Invest, we have we use the the YouTube, but okay. for Overland Geeks, I started a website. And it has forums and it has clubs and stuff on it. And and we just started building that. And then I have a small Discord server for the people that become members there. Nice. So nice. yeah, so so my goal is to kind of keep that. Cause I, like, again, I don't want to have it on Facebook. I don't want to have it on, cause even Discord has been taking down people who have certain opinions, you know? And it's like, 
I want I want to be have a place where anybody can have open conversations as long as they're civil. I want to talk about anything. I'm an open book and I want everybody else to be an open book because if we can't have political discussions, if we can't have religious discussions, if we can't have discussions that are, you know, things that help us get through life, then that's that's you know, that's that's like authoritarian i don't want to live in a a, a place like that so you know it's important to me that i kind of take that into my own hands so that that never happens to me and because i've had you know when i when i did uh my own company and i built facebook apps we built i spent probably three hundred and fifty thousand dollars getting this app ready uh and then i launched it and literally the day after i launched my product facebook announced and rolled out timeline And it completely rendered my product useless. Oh man. <laughs> so I had to rebuild it in a completely different code in order for it to work. And that was the day I was like, I am never depending on the social network before. So I shut down my company and just quit relying on Facebook and then started just relying on myself. Right. You know, and, and I do have to rely on YouTube because that's a majority of my money, but we also get sponsorships. Uh, and we get affiliate stuff. And then if we move the memberships over, so if we do that, then the majority of the money will come from off of YouTube, which right. is the goal. Then you're protected. You're protected yeah. from any YouTube changes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's always, I it's mean you're always... still, yeah, you're still not 100% protected because you're still using a merchant. You're still using a, a web host. And at any time, those web hosts could be like, well, we're not going to host a website that has this kind of content on it. So, you know, you, you always have to rely on a third party. That's why it's important to find third parties that you you know talk to them and ask them their guidelines and tell them what you do and say hey I do this kind of content is there any risk of this or that and and you know generally they'll tell you I use SiteGround and they're like yeah as long as you're not doing like adult or or weapons and stuff yeah. like that you're good you're good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no that's yeah that's that's important to think about yeah because there's like like I said there's a lot of remote workers here uh, a lot of freelancers that are listening and watching. Um, and so if they're building their own content, right, that's something they got to think about. Like if it's going to mm-hmm. be on YouTube or Facebook, Facebook, you know, had their like big, you know, meltdown the other day. Yeah. Um, you know, anything can, anything can happen. I mean, there's nothing really, you almost have to like, you know, in terms of like protecting yourself, you have to, you know, have, you know, all these platforms, but you have to have an email list. You have to mm-hmm. <laughs> all of these. Yeah. Things, and right? so. Yeah. And the thing is, like you, there's a lot of people who put their eggs all in one basket. And that's a dangerous place to be. Like I was saying about Facebook, when they rolled out timeline, that rendered my product useless. That was my 100% of my income. I was I had uh, what I have eight employees or something like that that depended on me to pay them. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Oh, my gosh, we just spent all this money, we're expecting a big influx of sales with the new version. But we couldn't even launch the new version. So you know, and I've always been a transparent person. I tell, I, I kept our customers abreast of what was going on, you know, all the changes and everything. And because I did that, I even like my board members used to go nuts because I would share finances with people. I'd be like, you know, we made this and, and I just shared everything. Cause I don't care. Like people like the good, the bad, the ugly. I don't care to, to if I about sharing that stuff because I want to be transparent with my people, because if you're transparent with them, they'll be transparent with you. Yeah. If you're hiding things from them, then like they're going to hide things from you. So you don't want to do that. And in doing that, when I told my customers that Facebook made a change and now we're, we're hurting, I had customers, we made $53,000 in a weekend because my customers repurchased my product to help us. Oh, wow. So, you know, and that's the beauty of just building a community of people that around something that you, that you all care about and you care about them and they care about you. And that's the kind of thing that can happen. 
Yeah, that's the yeah exactly. That's I mean that's that's when you know watching you over the years. That's something that you've done really really well is I think build community with you know mm -hmm. with um with your channels impartial geek. Like there's so many people like always tuning in and um, mm -hmm. I imagine like this one as well. So this is this is very very good. Um, I guess like yeah, you're not really planning ahead, right? Like too much. So you know, what is the plan for the road trip? Are you like tackling coast to coast? What's the first? Thing? Yeah, Are so you going up and I, down, like you know, zigzagging. <laughs> my plan is I am trying to plan ahead a little bit. Like I, I do have in my mind, like I, I have a two year lease here. Yeah. So when that's out up, I'm I'm planning to take off, and that's when I'll go more full time. But I have the option that if I'm not ready at that time, I can extend the lease another year and two years, whatever, because the landlord's cool or whatever. Cool. So my plan is to spend the summers up north up here because mm -hmm. uh, there's so much to explore in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, you know, the Northwest, Minnesota, you know, the, the north, the north uh, Midwest and the northwest or northeast. And then when during the winter, so I don't have to experience the cold because I don't want to sleep in a tent in the snow. <laughs> I'll head south and do like New Mexico, Texas, Arizona, Utah, San Diego, San Diego yeah. that area. And, and, and maybe even over to, to Alabama, Florida or whatever, yeah, and then back back up in the summertime. So I, I might just like stay up along the, the West Coast and just go up and down, nice. you know, because there's so many places to see out here and, and maybe the occasional back East, but I don't really want to drive cross country per se, because um, that's, you know, that's a lot of driving. Yeah, yeah, and I don't really want to be the guy that's sleeping in Walmart parking lots and all that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you don't want that. No, I no. can see, I can see a day you throw that forerunner on a on a ship and uh, pick it up in Europe somewhere or something. I don't know yeah. if you can do that. We have some yeah, you can. It'd be expensive, but yeah, like yeah. my my co-host Clayton, he lives in Portugal, oh. and he's like, dude, you got to come over here, man, because he's like, it's like. 320 days of sunshine over there and around 60 70 degrees average client like temperature i'm like that sounds perfect That's and he awesome. sees overlanders all the time which overlanding is just basically camping or whatever you're you're going overland uh he sees those people all the time over there by his yeah. home so that's amazing. That's amazing. Cool. Um, okay. As we wrap up, any any advice for remote workers? I mean, you know, there's so many things you could teach us, uh, but um, any advice for remote workers or even freelancers out there? You know, I'm sure you deal with them a lot, but any, any sort of like words of wisdom for them as we part? Yeah, I guess just like... If, if it's something like, let's say you're on the fence of being a, a remote worker, you know, you're you're somebody who has a job and you're comfortable, but it's like your dream to be a, a remote worker. I get this people from people all the time. Like when I go to Starbucks and they know that I do YouTube and everything, they're like, man, I, I wish I could do that. I would love to do that so much. You know, I, I take these really good photos on Instagram and stuff like I'm like, then do it. Yeah. Just do it. Do do what it takes and, and work to what you work and do what you have to do to become that remote worker. If that's really what you want to do, because so many people are scared that they're going to fail or they're not going to make it. But the thing is, like, if you're constantly scared of that, then you will because you're failing yourself by not doing it in the first place because you're scared you're going to fail. Like you can't be you can't be scared to fail at everything. You just have to get out there. And I, I've told my best friend this for so long and he's like, Hey man, I want to start a blog. Will you help me? I'm like, sure. I, I'll, I'll build him a blog. And I think I've built him probably 15 blogs over the years and he'll blog for a week and then he quits. And then finally this, this last year, he's like, dude, I want to do a podcast on cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, Wolfman, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I will help you. But this time, dude, keep going. And he's kept going, he's kept going, and now he's getting listeners, now he's going to events and stuff, and now he's like building up his listener base. He's actually made some money 
Um, and so he just took a chance. And now, you know, he's hoping that eventually he'll be able to get out of that nine to five that he's been in for what, 15, 20 years now uh, of a job that he really, he's good at, but he doesn't like necessarily. Um, I mean, he likes it, but he, he doesn't love it. And so it's just like getting, getting over that, whatever's holding you back and just trying it, you know, like, and, and, and sometimes you can, you can still work and get a part-time job and see if you can do the freelance thing part-time supplement your income and then eventually like if if you can supplement your income you can replace your income that's what i tell everybody like don't don't leave your 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 comfort zone completely just kind of put it put make that your side thing and and work really hard on your on your your um your remote work and then you know over time it might shift to where you're making money with the remote work more than you are your and that's what happens to a lot of people on youtube that's what happened to me i started making more than i was making at my other work and i'm like i'm gonna do this full time full yeah 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 no, that's that's actually a really good point if nothing else guys you heard that like if you can make like a 500 bucks a month you can probably make five thousand. like you could probably yeah. like scale that up right that's so true i mean just so just true. think if like your remote work covered your groceries or yeah. or something like yeah. that like for some people that's that's life-changing that's life-changing yeah yeah absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely well awesome david thank you so much man i've got all the links guys check out all of the channels it'll be down below in the description but um i'm super excited for you i'm gonna be watching and uh, we'll have to have you on back uh with your like you know the backpack and like oh yeah all the gear from the road yeah, next time back. i'm on here i will be out somewhere remotely let's do it let's do it let's do that as <laughs> all right man stream. awesome awesome okay david thank you so much man we'll talk soon thanks rob peace